Christian Podcast. You're running out of ideas so bad. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. What was that? Don't worry about it. That's fine. If, even if he is running out, that was so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Hey, welcome to Nacho Mama's Christian Podcast. The Christian the, the podcast. Way you did it was really funny too. <laughs> you did it, and you sat up straight. <laughs> <laughs> Use your body. The Christian podcast doesn't take itself too seriously. I'm your host Shane Topper. Hey, tell him what's good. Um, what's good, y'all? <laughs> yeah, Eric. Hey everybody, how's it going? Hey, so um, let's get to some. We have a lot of stuff to get to today, right, Tipper? I think so. So let's let's get to it. But I want right to do Tipper the pooper. Let's we we've talked about a lot of stuff at the end, but I want to bring it at the beginning because yeah. some people I don't think get to the end. So I want people <laughs> to know. I would say more than not. <laughs> yeah. They they hear the intro and go off. <laughs> <laughs> not wasting my time with this. Yeah. So um. So I don't know if everyone knows this, but we have a website. <gasps> www.whattopper uh, nimkapa.com yeah. yeah that's right com where, where you can catch a lot of different things we have some cool stuff on there um, and we uh, like always like we talk about a lot we have Patreon all that other stuff like us on Facebook Twitter we do a lot of fun stuff there we released a video um, last week yeah. that was kind of fun anyways but one thing that really helps us and the more I'm looking into it the more I'm realizing oh it really 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 helps besides just liking is reviews reviews so, so iTunes reviews it will skyrocket a podcast higher and higher so if you have not done so please we beg you to give us a review here's some of the reviews we've gotten just so so you guys know <laughs> oh my goodness um, we re- we've read our bad one uh-huh. we still only have one currently we might get some more after this one but um, let's see. We have here's one um, from O L Y B I B says hmm. pretty interesting podcast. The intern gets out of hand here and there. Keep him on track. <laughs> That's when we had That's that pretty intern. Sweet. Hey, Olabib is not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know who that is. But um, uh, oh, our our boy uh, Alex Ryman. I assume this is who this is from uh, Not Your Pastors podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, he, nip, says, nip he says he says. <laughs> <laughs> He says, seems like Eric does all the work on this show. The five stars for you, buddy. What the Alex, heck? thank you so much. You appreciate good, oh, good please. talent. And then here's uh, one more from Nate the Great. A lot of fun. Really cool. I would like to hang out with these guys. Yeah. Wow. So, Thanks, Nate. Nate. Come, come on, on over, buddy. You can hang out whenever yeah. you want. Come on, Nate. You're welcome. Come on. If you're so great, you can hang out with oh, us, Nate stop, the Great. Stop, Eric. He's not going to. Crap, he's going to change. Can you change five-star review to one review? Uh, I have no I idea. I hope not. But right, anyways. Just stop talking, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was not even a joke. That was seriously was like, no, no. please yeah, just stop we talking. Don't want, we don't want him to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, if if you have not done so, please, please, please give us it helps. a five-star review. It really helps us. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hey. You, know, <laughs> you know what? What? I love my city. Me too. I do. Uh-huh. I just love everything Baltimore. Yeah. And I just wanted to take some time to talk about how cool Baltimore is. Yeah, yeah. Baltimore is, for people that don't know it, they probably only know it from like The Wire uh-huh. or or The Riots. Right. If, if you've never been here or don't really know or anything about it. Or from sports teams. Yeah, yeah. But mainly, mm-hmm. besides just that we have a sports team, is, is those two. Yeah. I yeah. will say The Wire is a pretty accurate description of parts of baltimore of west baltimore but mm-hmm. it's not of everything of course um obviously but um we 
lived in Baltimore forever. Baltimore yep. County, mm-hmm. right next to the city. We love the city of Beemore. Yeah, yeah. And there's uh, it, our uh, city on a hill, actually. This entire month, we've been doing a series called I Love My City that is about taking care of your home and not just Baltimore. But since we are Baltimore guys and and, and, and we love our, our city, um, I've been looking up some interesting facts about Baltimore. All right, shoot, shoot it at us. Please share this. In the city of Baltimore, you are not allowed to bring a lion to the movies with you. But in other cities, you are? It doesn't say anything about it, bears it, or tigers. It, it, I have no idea. It was never uh, specified. Uh, yeah, it just says <laughs> there is a law that says you better not bring your lion to the movies with you That means Baltimore. at one point... Somebody br- had to have done <laughs> yeah. it. They were having that problem. Right. They're like, oh, we have to make this a law. Uh huh. the same way like the NFL has to change rules because yep. the Patriots do something. Like, I don't yep. know what you even thought. Somebody at one point brought a lion and said, we had to make it a law because yep, he said... Right. They said, you got to get his lion out. Hey, and they no tr- lion's allowed. And they, they, hey, guys. And they had to make a law because yeah. of it. Um, how about knew. this? Did you know that um, in the city of Baltimore, it was the first dental school? No, really? In the really? city of Baltimore? Yep, in the Who? whole country. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have it I have it written down. I don't remember off the top of my head. Also, okay. nice. in Maryland. When was that? Uh, the, like the 1800s. Okay. In, in Maryland... Uh, we Maryland. also in Maryland. Uh, Maryland also had the first school in the country. Wow! Like period. Period. Yeah. What? Ever school ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, now it is the building is still in use. It's like um, it's it's a a college of some sort now, like a, like an arts college or something like that. But the build so the building is still in use. But yeah, the very first school ever was in Maryland, and also the Maryland Gazette, which is still in operation, a newspaper. It's the oldest newspaper, the actually the f- the first newspaper ever in the country that is st- and it's still in operation today. That's that's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting stuff, huh? Um, How about this? Hold on, wait. Oh gosh, there's more. Now this is outside. Let us know what we can talk. This is outside of Baltimore City, but Eric, you'll have some interest in this. Is it wrestling related? No, it has nothing oh. to do with wrestling. <laughs> then I, I, I might not. Eric and I went to an elementary school called St. Timothy's, which is in Catonsville, if you're familiar with the area. And it is actually the same grounds that John Wilkes Booth went to school at. I do know from watching Drunk History on Comedy Central that <laughs> reliable news source. There was an assassination attempt on Abraham Lincoln that was that was um, thwarted in Baltimore City. Really? Yeah, like it was about to happen, and I don't remember exactly how it happened. Wow. But. And then Francis Scott Key yeah. wrote the National Anthem. That was Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, yeah, how, how do you know that someone's from Baltimore? What's a, what's an easy way for you to find out how somebody is from, just from them talking about it? Yeah. How is a way that you can find out? Accent. Yeah. yeah. So how how do they say where we're from? Balmer. Yep. Balmer. They don't Bal- pronounce Baltimore, the T. It's Balmer or Baltimore. With Baltimore. A D, with that's, a, Baltimore. A, that's why I say Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. It's we, um, we don't have time to pronounce that T. No, it rolls off the tongue easier when you say it with the D, Baltimore. Yep. Instead of Baltimore. Yeah, yep. Baltimore is, how I guess, how it's really pronounced. But if you hear someone say Baltimore, that's because they're from it. They're yep. from Baltimore. That's where, it's, where mm-hmm. you're from. So, yeah, there's that Dundalk, which yeah. is um, an area that's the Dundalk accent yeah. that we do. Uh, what What's some of the food that, that we're all about here? Obviously. Crabs, man. Crabs, seafood in crabs general. Crabs and crab I cakes. mean, in my opinion, I think that the seafood in Maryland is the best that you can find anywhere. Yep. But that's just obviously we're biased. Biased, very biased. You know what else Crabs we're known for? for are, though. Mm-hmm. We know what else we're known for? That's awesome. Is pit beef? Pit beef. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. Pit that's beef another was thing. That's like kind of like 
originated here or where we just thrive in it. That's yeah. what we the do. The best pit beef is yeah. Chappies. Yep. And that is a little oh, shack. Chaps. Chaps. Um, is a little shack in the parking lot of a strip club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in it's Baltimore awesome. City. Um, but uh, it's so my, good. My friend Lance, Atheist Adam, brought me there and it changed my life. Well, it's been it was, on diner drivings and dives. It's been a lot of times. different things. Yeah, it's, it's on the wire. Yeah. It was <laughs> on the wire. Yep. So what we're suggesting is go into the gentleman club, have a good time. Yep. No, come we're on not out. Whenever you that. get hungry, come on Damn out, grab a bite some, to eat. Get no. Some meat. Yep. No. <laughs> I put my foot down. I thought we agreed on that <laughs> hey. beforehand. No. Okay. That's not what Shane was saying off mic. Yeah, that is really not what Shane was saying off mic. No, it wasn't. Wow. But well, seriously, changes though, his tune. That is the best pit beef that I've ever had. By I, far. I really enjoy mm-hmm. getting crabs with somebody that's never been here because I love teaching someone how to pick crabs and all that stuff. I they love, don't know. I, you know. I don't love teaching someone to do that. I, I like I like showing I want people to eat my own crabs. Yeah, they get they get it after two. No, yeah. they don't. Just give them a crab cake that we have. I'm a better yeah. with a fork. Yeah, I would rather. You're fine. You don't that's need what to teach I'd rather do. Them. Take somebody who's from out of town, give them a crab cake instead of picking crabs. You ever you ever met a friend who picks the crab and picks the entire crab and just puts it in a pile and doesn't, doesn't eat. eat any of it until they're done picking it and they eat the whole thing? Yeah, they're weird. Yep. I could never do that. That's some self-control right there. Yeah, yeah. They're better than we are. I so badly, every time I see someone do it, I just want to just grab it. <laughs> yeah, pull it that's they, the worst thing you can do to, oh, yeah, to that's somebody fight. from Baltimore. Yeah, they deserve to punch me in the face, and, yeah. I, and I would just take it because yeah. I understand. Just, but, just get a good one in. Yeah. <laughs> but today, the reason why we're talking about... Be more. Baltimore. Baltimore. It's because we have our friend on Josh from uh, Be More Caring. He has a lot of really cool things to say about the city of Baltimore. He works with the homeless community down there and is doing some really great work. So why don't we go ahead and get right into the interview that we have. Let's do it. All right, we're here with Josh from Be More Caring uh, down in Baltimore City. And Josh is also the executive director at uh, Epic Church in Baltimore. He made sure that I did not yeah. call him a pastor. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Does not want to be a pastor, Josh. <laughs> that's right. Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, thanks. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm really excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so, Josh, tell us a little bit just about yourself, uh, where you grew up. Um, sure. And, uh, and just give us a little bit of background of, of who you are. Okay, well, you you didn't know this, so this might change your parameters. But okay. um, I'm, I'm married. I got five kids. I five, live in, five kids. <laughs> I live in Pasadena. <laughs> so if I look like I'm crazy or there's food stuck to me somewhere, it's, <laughs> can I'm you blaming name all it five on the kids. Your kids' names? I can, but I don't know if it's going to be consecutive or not. So let's, <laughs> let's try: Judah, Elijah, Eliana, Gabe, and Isaiah. Wow, oh, nice. Right. That's so awesome. I didn't ask for birthdays. <laughs> yeah. I failed there. How old's the oldest? The oldest is turning 14 tomorrow, and the youngest is and how? The old? Youngest is four wow so wow, it's, 10 it's years. across the gamut uh-huh that's awesome yeah 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 so i grew up in this area and um went to a good church around here and an opportunity opened up to take a step up in baltimore and mm-hmm. i took it and i've loved it awesome did you grow up in a christian home i did i okay. did i actually started going to church i think when i was around two so yeah, okay. it was pretty young mm-hmm. that i that i remember back Awesome. So you've been in church basically your whole life then, involved in church? Basically, yeah. Except for that one little period of time that we all seem to have. Yep. I don't yep. know if you guys had yep. it or not, yep. but a little wandering and 
kind of got a taste and decided this is awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's head back that way uh-huh. and headed back that way and have not looked back. Oh, that's awesome. So now being the executive director at Epic, what does that mean? What does that entail? <laughs> that's, that's really funny. We get that all the time. Like, what do people do that work in a church? <laughs> you, you preach and then you go home, right? Yeah. Um, so my, my, my role is really not glamorous at all. Mine is all back office stuff. It's billing. It's mm-hmm. invoicing. It's working with the ministry leaders, making sure they have what they need. Mm-hmm. You are so important. I look at it as my my job is to take the pressure off the the lead pastor and yeah. and, and whatever that entails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've so. uh, at at my church. I'm like more of an administrative role. Um, I'm a pastor. I'm not a director, but but on on Sundays, that's one one of the things we try to do. And I'm actually really bad at it sometimes, mm-hmm. where we try to make aware that all the all AJ our head pastor has to do is worry about preaching. And I remember one time when I first started working and i was kind of a punk um he was late because he was getting bulletins and he's kind of a late guy anyways but he was printing out the rest of the bulletins that we needed for that day so service started at 9 30 it was like 9 10 9 15 he was he was pulling up oh so instead mm-hmm. of me like just being like hey hey you're here we're good everything's good i was like dude you can't be late you can't be this late <laughs> like, and we got an argument and they had to go preach oh, and then everyone's like dude I feel so bad I'm so That's sorry awesome. yeah. I did not set you up for success at all number one number two you're my boss <laughs> you just said you're fired yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah that was anyways but um, they the, you're, you're from Baltimore so you kind of know the Baltimore area mm-hmm. are you a crab cake fan Oh yeah! Oh, now yeah, that you important. got me on, definitely, okay. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Where, where's the best crab cakes? That's, That's what we're gonna ask you. <laughs> oh, all right, and see, I, I don't know that I've ever really settled. I like G and M. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the tour for people that are listening that aren't from Baltimore. It's kind of like the the touristy spot, yeah. yeah. And it's they're good they're crab good. cakes, but yeah. that's where like everyone goes to get crab cakes. And well, then like in Glen Burnie, Roy's Quick Corner. I don't know if you've ever hit that. No, no, no. they're really there. good. Yeah. yeah, and they're fast. You're in and out, but they're, they're the home of the baseball crab cakes. Oh nice yeah. So Topper and I uh, have made it our mission to find the best crab cakes mm. in Baltimore. And so anytime we hear of a new place, we're always trying to go. But uh, what's what's the best place we've gone to so far? So far, I got to go with Coco's Pub. Yeah. I actually Ooh. went there on Friday. Oh, you did? I did. You didn't tell me? I took, I took my parents Uh-oh. out. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Some yep. friend. Yeah, but that's in the city. It's, uh, okay. uh, where, it's on the other side. It's on the other side of the city. Yeah. Past the Northeast. zoo and those sort of things. Oh, wow. Um, okay. But uh, there was, it's an 11. Seven ounce crab cake. Mm. That is, uh, it is ninety five percent crab meat. Oh man! So yeah. not a lot of filler. That, that sounds sucker. amazing. That's just what are talking about? <laughs> what what else have you gone? Uh, Pappas, which is in Glen Burnie. Yeah, that, and there's that also another one. Yeah, we went yeah, to yeah. Timbuktu. Yeah, um, that place is good. And then we also went to Jim. Well, I went to Jimmy's Seafood. Yeah. You haven't been there I yet, have, right? Well, I've had some Jimmy's, but I had the food I've, truck. Yeah, right? I had the food truck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. so what they're mm-hmm. what they're trying to do is they're going to go to a bunch of them mm-hmm. to figure out like the top five, and then they're going to get all top five, cut them all into pieces, and try each one. Oh, and nice. And I want I want to reinvite for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I come back for that. <laughs> and I don't want to know which crab cake yeah, is from it's, which it's place. Be like it has to be like yeah, written yeah, yeah. underneath the plate or something like that. And you take a bite, and you're like, oh, I like this one. Which one is that one? Yeah. And then so that's there's a, no that's yeah, yeah. actual way to know. Uh huh. Yeah, that's, that's it right there. But you're so you're GNM's guy. So when when we get to the top five, we'll we'll, we'll be at yeah. Okay. GNM's is in my top five right now. So okay. But it might might drop out. Who knows? Might drop out. Yeah. 
<laughs> so how so be more caring tell us how you got to that point of starting this be more caring well and, tell us what it is tell sure. what it is sure. and, then, sure. and then how it started so basically we started out as primarily um a outreach for the homeless in baltimore city mm-hmm. where where the initial starting point came from was I was driving for Uber part time, making a little money. You know, mm-hmm. I was working at a church. Yeah, yeah, uh, yep. You got to make a little money yeah. on the side. Yeah. <laughs> and I hear um, Uber is hustle. awesome to do to make a little bit extra cash. Here, it really man. is. I think the best part is 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 you click on and you're on, and okay. you click yeah. off and you're off. Yeah, you don't right. have to run your schedule by anybody. If your uh-huh. kids get a birthday party, I got five kids. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> a birthday party, party you don't have to ask off. <laughs> you know, like it's it's great. Yeah, or they're going to a birthday party, which right. is ridiculous. That's really expensive, by the way. Um. Yeah. So so yeah, just being out and about Uber and and I saw just, you know, case after case of people um on the side of the street homeless and mm-hmm. and I kind of, you know, you kind of look away and you kind of don't make eye contact and you're just driving, you're like, "Please just keep walking." Mm-hmm. And you know, you do all the things that we all do in our head. And with that as well as uh, I was mentioning to you a little earlier about the story of that young girl I picked mm-hmm. up um yeah for her first morning shift at Burger King at BWI Airport, mm-hmm. picked her up in just an awful, awful area of Baltimore. And it wasn't even like right on the edge of Baltimore. It was in there deep. I wish I could remember where it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. Houses boarded, blue lights, the whole nine yards. Yeah. And she's getting up at six o'clock in the morning and heading to BWI, a good 25 minute ride. That's, that's like a $35, $40 ride. Yeah. yeah. So she's spending a good chunk of her daily income just to get back and forth to work. Mm-hmm. But her and determination, yeah, her determination yeah. and grit to, to get there and, yeah. and kind of rise above just really stuck out. And I just thought she's, she's the, she's the unusual one in a good way. She's the one that's, unique the one that's fighting hard yeah. but look look at what everybody else has to deal with mm-hmm. and we had probably pretty similar upbringings and i just thought you know i'm mad at my parents and i got angry at stuff and think that they screwed up stuff mm-hmm. but i had it so much easier than than most of the people mm-hmm. in this situation yeah. do they're dealing with um you know chronic homelessness a lot of times they're dealing with addictions they're dealing with mental health that's a big one yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a real big one and you can talk to somebody and think, oh, they're okay, until you get five minutes into the conversation, you realize, whoa, yeah, 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 something's something. way off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it started basically just because my heart was pricked, and, and and it was one of those moments where I was driving, I was driving, and I was finishing my shift. I was heading home towards um, Pasadena, and I saw this dude on the side of the street, and I honestly, I swear, I thought he was dead. Mm-hmm. I just honestly thought he was dead. It was, it was. 6:30 ish in the morning he obviously had been out there all night i thought he was a bag of trash at first because yeah. there's this trash whipping all around him mm-hmm. and i stop and i'm convinced he's dead mm-hmm. and so i walk up to him and i'm like shaking i'm so freaked out i don't know why but i guess well i've never really been around a dead person by myself yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> i walk up to him and i'm like excuse me sir are you okay and he's like oh hey how you doing and like yeah. just just chipper yeah, and i'm yeah, like yeah. oh <laughs> it's this this like thin um fragile looking black guy and old and and just you know as much as you could think of that this guy probably should be dead Mm -hmm. he wasn't dead somehow and he was laying on three pieces of newspaper and i walked away and it was like i had an epiphany and i just felt i i know that i heard the voice of god and it said enough of what you can't do because you're good at that start showing me what you can do oh wow and that was like a a defining moment for me wow and so have you seen the you kind of talked about it, but that cycle of you were talking about that cycle because at 
at Connections, we're in Baltimore County. We're in a lower income type area. And we've seen it with students that have come to our youth group of just repeating the cycle of their parents where they can, well, college, I'm not going to college. We're, we've seen where a student gets pregnant at 16, dropped out of school, has the baby, his own welfare, beat the same cycle their mom did and their mom did. And it's like so heartbreaking to see that. So yeah. is that, are you seeing some of that stuff when it comes to um, the homeless people? I probably haven't had quite as much as exposure to it as you have, but yeah. one of the guys that I'm working with right now, both of his parents are passed on. He had had homelessness growing up. He's currently, um, just as of two days ago, he's in a place. But prior to that, he had been homeless. And I was talking to him, and I'll just say his name is Mike. And I'm like, Mike, you're doing it, man. You you are grinding it out. You are, you are blown up the generations of of what has been done in the past you're making Mm -hmm. a new path you are on it man and he's like i can't do this i'm lonely Mm -hmm. he's like i cry myself to sleep most nights i i had to move my tent because of all the violence that was going on right around me and now i'm by myself and he said literally i cry myself to sleep every night Mm -hmm. he's like i just want to give up i want to be done and i'm like you can't you can't Mm -hmm. You mm-hmm. absolutely can't. If you grind it out and you do the work now, two two years from now, you'll look back and your life is going to yeah. be totally different. Yeah. yeah. And so right now he's in a place. Um, we were able to help him get a couple of things that he needed for the place. Mm-hmm. And he's in school. And my my heart is just to walk beside him and just yeah. cheerlead him yeah. and just try yeah. to try to hooray him through because. You know, when we had those times of doubt and when we had those times of heartache, mm-hmm. we had somebody that spoke to us. Yeah, that's right. And I know you, even now you probably can think of two or three yep. people that yep. spoke mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. The voices are gone. Yeah. His yeah. parents are dead. Mm-hmm. His cousin's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. His cousin like kirked out when he asked for a key. He's like, hey, I'm paying rent. Can I have a key? <laughs> threw him out. Yeah. You know, so that's what he's dealing with. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the difference is, yeah. is when we can get into them and start being that voice of reason and being that voice that says, don't do what you saw done. Yeah. You know, you can do this. You can do this. When those voices have said that to me, when they've said, I can do it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, maybe I can. makes a difference. I don't really think I can, but they think I can. So let me try. Mm -hmm. So, well, so you had this epiphany with this guy on the side of the street. And, um, so then what, what, what were the next steps to get be more caring started? You know, it's really funny. I'm I'm just kind of this guy that coasts through life and just kind of, you know, whatever come what may. I'm not real. I'm not one of those type A like mm-hmm. let me let me grab life and yeah, yeah, yeah. show it who's the boss. Yeah. I'm just not that way. Um, so for me, it was like it was it was as simple as going on Facebook and saying, "Hey guys, here's some here's some stories of what I'm seeing. Check out this picture of John. Mm-hmm. John's been out all night." And he has no place to lay his head tonight. You, what you see is what you get. That's where he's going to sleep. Um, yeah. Let's help him. And, you know, here's Denise. Not Denise, but whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. here's here's her story. And this is what she's going through. Um, and, and just putting these pictures out. And I said, you know, I can't fix everything for them. But if you give me sleeping bags and granola mm-hmm. bars, I'll pass it out to them. Yeah. So let's do this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. stuff just started flooding <laughs> like uh-huh. like crazy. Like like my living room became like, you know, a, a little mini store. My wife is like, you better fix this. <laughs> I'm like, yes, ma'am. I got it. Um, so it really started off with, oh, wow. with just asking friends for help. Wow. And it grew to the point where it got out of my control. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, guys, if you want to see this keep going, how about somebody else step up and help me? Yeah. And so now um, we went through the process. We 
applied for our 501c3 and we're nonprofit and tax mm -hmm. exempt and all that good stuff wow. and got a really solid team like tonight's our night to be out and i don't even have to be out the mm -hmm. team yeah. is so good they they really don't need me um they know what they're doing and they go do it which is amazing yeah, yeah. um so it's been really really cool to see not only what God has done in reaching out to the people that need it the most, but mm -hmm. what God has done using the people that are reaching, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. seeing yeah. them step into roles and into positions where God's using them in ways that they never would have been right. uh, seeing prior to that. So then when you, when you find a, a person in need um, down, down in the city and they're in a, a homeless situation, do you just go up and talk to them and say, what, what can we do to help you? And then you make this connection and then uh, I don't, I, and now I'm naive to this situation. Like most of them, I don't know if they have a, a phone number that you can reach them at or not, or how do you find them again if they don't? Like, what does that look like interacting with a person <laughs> sure, in that situation? Sure. Um, Basically, we've we've kind of set it up so they know that every Tuesday we're at these three locations. Okay, I think it's five so locations spread the word. now. Yeah, um, I think it's five locations. So they they know that these are the places that we're going to be, mm -hmm. and if they need you know the regulars, they can come get them. It's not too hard to do a little research and just find out like what do homeless people need, and yeah, you know, yeah, come yeah. back with a little, little list. So we made that list official and um, collect all that stuff and package it at our warehouse in Glen Burnie and kind of go out with bags and sleeping bags and pillows mm -hmm. and food. And we ended up adding hot food and stuff like that, hot coffee for the night that we're out. And from there, we kind of just are, are able to give them the basics of what they need on a weekly basis, mm. knowing that it's not going to cover their entire yeah, need. Right. But Tuesday night was the night that was least gone out. Like mm. there was nobody else out on Tuesday night. Yeah. So we picked that one knowing that some of the other nights would be covered. Yeah. Gotcha. And then, you know, there are occasions where they'll ask for something we don't have and, mm. and we put a post out on Facebook and people usually give it to us. Then we take it back to them. Like either wow. if it's something they need, need right away, like a tent or something like that, we take it back the next day usually. Or mm -hmm. if it's something that can wait, we'll bring it back to them the following Tuesday. Oh, wow. How many, um, do you, I don't know if you know this, but how many homeless people around number wise, how, how many are currently in Baltimore city? Do you know? Um, on a general basis, there's about 3,500 homeless people on the streets every night. Wow, man. So it's 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 really a number that can be really overwhelming. Mm -hmm. um, that is you know, a lot then more you, than I thought. You come back yeah. to that whole you know story of the the little girl throwing the starfish back in. You know, <laughs> we can't. just talked about that. <laughs> we thought about last podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, so your your group is familiar with that, then. Um, and and it really has to be that because yeah. I, yeah. I for me I have to kind of separate what I can do and what I can't right. do or I get overwhelmed and then I do nothing. <laughs> yeah. So for the sake yeah. of for the sake of the friends that we can help, yeah. I have to kind of turn it off and then go, okay, this is how we do it. Um, mm -hmm. but we also put our um, website on every bag that we give out mm -hmm. and they can find easily it. find our number and our email address through that. Yeah. Um, is, is it rising or declining or just about the same? It's about the same. There's nothing that's really mixing it up right now. Um, in the in the winter, there's a lot more places open for yeah. cold weather relief and for yeah. emergency care. So there's more people out on the streets now, but the number of them hasn't really changed, if okay. that makes sense. Yeah. So there's more that are that are in the elements, but it's not like they have homes, mm. you know, a month ago and now they don't. Yeah. Um, but then when you look at like Maryland, so Baltimore's 3,500, Maryland's about 15,000. Then when you get into DC, it's about 17,000. Wow. So really what we're hoping to do is start 
three or four little groups within um, Maryland and then branch mm-hmm. into DC and yeah. try to start tackling some of that. Wow. What, what we've seen is when we're able to inform people of what's really going on, people rise to the occasion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I, I've had a couple times where I got down to like the last four things of something. And I'm like, Hey guys, just let you know, this is where we're at and mm-hmm. we're not going out tomorrow without help. And it's like stuff comes in in droves, yeah. wow. you know, so people, their heart is right. They just don't know often how to do it and they want to make sure they're educated about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So they want to make sure that what they're doing is going to the right people and, and not being taken advantage of and hmm. whatever. Yeah. Cause I, you said earlier, like when you look at the, the whole, all the numbers, it can be overwhelming yeah. and then basically paralyzing because you think, how am I going to, to do that? And I feel like that most people feel that way. It's like, yes. I know there's an issue. I know there's a problem. I want to help. I have no idea how. Yes. I have no idea what to do or, or, or how to get involved. And so it's great that because our last podcast episode that, that we released, we talked about how we see issues and then we don't really do anything about them. Mm. And so it's really cool to, to hear somebody who saw an issue and then did something about it. And, and it yeah. starts something small, and, and it's cool to see that it's not all on your shoulders. No. Because you got no, this whole not. team of people, and yeah. God is working, and you can yes. just put the word out there, and all of a sudden, it just everything comes in for you, and then you're able yeah. to meet needs of people who are, who are struggling, which is amazing to see. Can I um, say so- something about that real quick? Yeah. Uh, that's definitely something that's gone through my mind, and I've talked about a lot, and I've heard talked about a lot, and I just want to encourage anybody that's listening to this that you don't have to have it all figured out ahead of time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to know step A through Z before you take step A. Um, I promise you that if God put it on your heart and, and it's something that's weighing heavily on you, if you take that first step, the second step is going to be so much easier. The mm-hmm. third step is going to make more sense. The fourth step, you're going to know what you're doing, yeah. so and so forth. Um, so really, if you if you have something that you're looking at, we're the salt. We're yeah. the thing that makes the world taste good. Yeah, we're the right. thing that 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 changes the the environment around us, and that is you. So if you have something on your heart, if you think, "Hey, I should go do that," go do it. Yeah. It's not you making a commitment to doing it for the rest of your life yeah, every yeah. Saturday. I I have probably five or six weeks off a year yeah. that I'm not doing be more caring stuff, and you know God sent people to help. So mm-hmm. just go step take take that step and. I guarantee you what you're going to find is fulfillment that you never saw coming. That's good. Because when you step out and you start doing what you're called to do, it's like, it's a game changer. It's like, it's like the reward level goes up by 50 points and your game player (laughs) point goes up by a (laughs) hundred points and so forth and so on. And and I guarantee you, you're going to not regret it. Wow. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So then can you talk a little bit about, um, how how does a person find themselves in a homeless situation or or mm. any or in a, any sort of these situations? Because most of us are are naive to that, where we just see somebody on the side of the road, and and a lot of times our first instinct is, well, they want money to go use it on drugs or to go to go right. use it on alcohol, right. or why don't they just go get a job? Like these are things that that runs through people's minds that are incorrect uh, most of the time. Right. I, and so, I remember thinking like years ago. And I might even say this to some of you guys, like, mm-hmm. like when I was in college, or whatever. I remember thinking, well, they stand there. Let's let's do the math. They probably get like twenty, thirty bucks an hour for standing here. Right. That's better than I make. Like I remember being like that yeah, arrogant, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I remember thinking that stuff. Like, yeah, like, and that's assuming that. And you even kind of talk about it too. Like, 
their their upbringing or their life is completely different than mine and i'm that's me acting like i earned the fact that i had great parents mm. that, that provided a house for me yeah. and and, <laughs> and the benefits that i got of just being here and all like all the stuff that i never even thought about but i remember thinking that yeah. that way before and too. you look down on them yeah 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 and and now like i don't want to give the misconception and misunderstanding that like every situation out there right. is legit we know there's people that are climbing into a lexus or mercedes mm-hmm. at the end of the day and going home to their nice house um i think the part that's important to recognize is when god prompts us to do something mm-hmm. it's not our job to be the judge at that stage that's right yeah. at that stage it's our job to be obedient and it's our job to trust that he's gonna do what he wants to do with his money because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not really our money yeah. you know it's really his money that we're using so i think the the obedience factor far outweighs anything that mm-hmm. would be detrimental from giving somebody something that they shouldn't have gotten yeah but apart from that there are so many different ways and one of the things that i wanted to mention is just like kind of observing uh, a lot of what i saw in the city through ubering and through mm-hmm. um be more caring and just just being out in the city it's totally different than what you and I would think of. You know, you mentioned having great parents, and I don't know how many times my parents bailed me out as an adult. Yeah. I'm grateful for yep. parents yep. who care and, and aren't just like, well, sucks to be you, doesn't yeah. it, and figure yeah. it out. But when you look into circumstances and you see um, there is so much brokenness, you know, you, 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 take, you take just the fact that the inner city families are struggling with with a man and a wife, you know, with just the fact that that men, many of the kids are growing up without a dad, mm-hmm. yep. just the fact that those homes are broken is enough to, to make a big impact. Mm-hmm. But then when you add in addictions and you add in um, the other things that go along with it, like mental health issues, mm-hmm. those things, I, you know, it's a surprise that, that anybody can rise above that yeah. because of, of it being so pervasive. And this reminds me of one of the... Um, one of my favorite people with Be More Caring, and she's she's in a home now, and I'm really excited for that. Her name is Zaina, and I first met her in this, the winter of 2015, and she was on the ramp of healthcare for the homeless, like kind of with an overhang over her, kind of not, and she just had a ton of blankets, and it was like she was sleeping on like a little incline, and she had like all of her medicines up behind her, and she was just the sweetest old lady ever, mm-hmm. and I'd sit down and talk to her, and she would just be so glad to have somebody to talk to when, when your neighbors are crazy or drug addicted or fill in the blanks it's not like they're going to have good conversations so a lot of times we just talk to people just to talk to them to let them have that companionship but for her I was selfish like I would run to her because I just loved her so much and she would just start telling me stories and you'd be sitting there thinking wow this is great and then she'd go totally crazy <laughs> like like 100 she she's like well i'm going over tomorrow to uh pick up my check from the casino i won seven million dollars this time <laughs> and uh last time when i went and picked it up i got beat up and robbed and they stole all my money yeah. she's like they actually hit me so hard she's like see this mole right here this mole they hit me so hard that it came up on this side of my cheek and i'm like wow how did that happen in more ways than one yeah yeah um so you talk to her for a period of time and you think, wow, she's really sweet. She's really kind. She's got it figured out. And you find out she is those things, but she's totally crazy. Yeah. And she is outside in one of the worst winters we've had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the worst winters. Yeah. And 
I would get so upset thinking about her at night, just worried about her. Mm. I, I, a couple times got out of bed from Pasadena and drove into Baltimore just because mm. I wanted Jeez. to check on her. Yeah. Just want to put eyes on her and make sure mm-hmm. she was okay. Um, but thankfully, they were able to see what was going on and kind of work through some of the stuff with her. Because if you don't know what you're doing trying to get through that system, mm-hmm. what is, what's the government? Think yeah, of the yeah. MVA. Yeah. You know, like if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what to do or how to do it. You get discouraged. They're just like, screw it. It's easier just to be out on the street than to try to figure out yeah. how to fill out this paperwork. Yeah, and, yeah. and we see that a lot. But th- happily, she is uh, actually in a house in Glen Burnie and just as happy as can be. Oh, wow. We were able to get some furniture for her when yeah. she moved and threw a little housewarming party for her. It, oh, was, it was really exciting. I mean, I didn't even really think about this part of it, but the the community and just talking to people part of it. Like if someone like her who maybe had some just some subtle mental issue or whatever and then gets into a point where she's completely isolated mm-hmm. everyone that talks to her she just begging for some something or just even crazier what does that do to your psyche and yeah. just being like Can't something imagine. we just take for granted that i can yeah. just come home and just talk to anybody yeah and just have a normal conversation mm-hmm. like yeah i can't even i've never thought about that aspect of it yeah ever. yeah people i mean how often are we in a situation where we go up and try to talk to somebody and they won't even look at us yeah, yeah. or they see us coming and they walk on the other side of the yeah. street yeah right. The average homeless person hears their name less than three times a year. Oh, my goodness. So can you imagine just the loss of identity that that this group of people are dealing with? It's unfathomable to me for that. I have five kids, so I hear my name three (laughs) times before I'm even awake. Yeah. Yeah. so when you when you when you take in all the factors and when you add up all the things and and mm-hmm. when you realize just the constant blanket of rejection that this group wears mm-hmm. that's why we're needed. Yeah, we're right. needed to bridge the gap. Yeah. You know, we as we as Christians, we as believers, even if you're not a believer but you just believe in being a good person, that's yeah. why you're needed. Yeah. That's why you have to get out there because we're the ones that are going to help them bridge the gap. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise they're going to be on the side of the road. And this reminds me of another one of, um, one of the ones that I really liked. Her name was Miss Anita and she's this little old white lady and she had a walker and she would just sit slumped over in the walker. And every time we went out to talk to her, she'd be like, don't talk to me. I don't need anything. Go away. And I can remember, I think the third time in, I'm like, you know what? I really like you. You know mm-hmm. why? Because you remind me of somebody that was that was really good friends with my grandmother. She's real spunky and just, <laughs> yeah. You know, she. I just really liked her. And she's like, I'm not spunky. I'm mean. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whatever. But can I pray for you? She's like, all right. You know, like yeah. this is thirty times in. We're we're finally making some headway. And she's like, you can pray for me, but don't you pray that I'll live. Hmm. And true, yeah. man. I just. Even now, like thinking about it, I'm like kind of undone. Her her situation with her husband passing away and losing her house and the health things that she had was so great that she just wanted to die. Mm. And 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 she did everything she could to to allow that to happen. Mm. I don't care what situation you're in. I don't care what your problem is that brought you to there. My my group, and if you want to come with us, be more caring.com, reach out to us. We are going to go out there and mm-hmm. and 
and treat you like you deserve to be treated. And we're going to hopefully bring back some dignity. We're going to yeah. hopefully let you see that God loves you. And we're hopefully going to make an impact in your life because that's what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we don't do it, who, yeah, yeah. who a government worker, like I'm not, I'm not trying to bash the government, mm-hmm. but that's not their job. Their job is to fill up paperwork and push things yep. through and you set regulations and protect us and all mm-hmm. those things. Their, their job is not necessarily to care for us. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's our job for one another. And I think we've lost a little bit of that wow. as, as, as a human race. Wow. I'll say that's, that's one perspective that I never really thought about is when, you know, whenever I see a homeless person, a lot of times I'll just say, Oh, they probably just need a dollar. They mm-hmm. might need this granola bar that I have in my cup holder. But yeah, you mentioned there's a whole nother aspect to it, that mm-hmm. relationship building. Mm-hmm. They need the love. That's something mm-hmm. that we, you know, mm-hmm. take for granted. You know, that they, they like you said, they they may hear their name three times yeah. in an entire year. That's Crazy. you know, that's something that, you know, I never put into perspective. No. So no, never. Yeah, there's more than Yeah. So you might be met by somebody like Miss Anita who's pushing back yeah. because of the pain and rejection and all that kind of stuff. Or you may be met with somebody who's just really super hungry. Mm-hmm. Let's be like Jesus and meet their needs first, but yep, let's not yep. just stop there. Mm-hmm. Let's go after that that emotional need, that spiritual need, and see what God does with it. Yeah. I think the cynical part of a lot of us where, well, they just want whatever. Right. Like That's obviously sin. That's mm-hmm. obviously the devil attacking. Um, and it worked like, let's say, let's say there is somebody that's taken advantage what you give them five bucks and they and they kept it that's like the right. worst thing that could happen yeah. right. or the best thing that happened is you're actually like helping someone in need i i've heard people talk about like when it comes to giving to the church or whatever too the same kind of thing we're called to be obedient and if someone else is abusing it then they'll be responsible for it but, but right. we we did what we we're supposed to do right but too often because I don't want to get out of my comfort zone, mm-hmm. I take some random examples of see there's abuse in the system, so yep. I can so it has an excuse for me to be lazy and be sinful and not do anything. Right. Like I, I find myself doing that all the time. Yeah, where right. like, where oh I'm sure they don't really need it. I'm sure they're just addicted to drugs or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and it could it's so much more than that. Yeah. Right. Well, in the amount of time, how long have you been doing uh, be more caring? You said I'm um, just over a year and a half. Year and a half. So in a year and a half, how many? bad experiences have you had working with somebody in the city if any um we really haven't had that many bad experiences Mm -hmm. it has really been overall pretty positive we've had you know the people that welcome us with open arms and are excited Mm -hmm. about seeing us you know we will be driving away and people are waving us down hey thank you you know like they're so it's crazy. Like we almost become like mini celebrities or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> so, how you doing? <laughs> um, but you guys are like Chris Marley. But the the amount of bad experiences that we've had are are like I can remember one where somebody was mad that that we had promised a tent to somebody else that we gave it to when he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was drunk. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. so. Hey, psh, I could yeah. get that mad about something on any given Sunday, right. yep. and you know, be the same situation. But for the for the majority of what we see, it's just gratitude. Mm-hmm. And you you also probably hear these stories where you know I adopted this family for Christmas, and we showed up with two thousand dollars worth of stuff, and they're like, "Well, where's my PlayStation?" Yep, and uh-huh. and you hear those stories, and you think that as well. Um, there are a few people that take advantage of us, but mm-hmm. I know they are. 
Yeah. And I'm glad they are. Yeah. They, they, they may think that they're getting one over on me, mm-hmm. but I'm going to keep giving them stuff because that stuff is going to eventually convict them mm-hmm. and Jesus is going to mm-hmm. have his yep. way with them. So yeah. I'm using it as like, hey, yeah, you want some more of that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go, yeah. Take some more of that. Hey, you, hey no problem. Third time in line. <laughs> you got it. No problem. I don't care. Right. Um, that's not really my job, but I, I have been so overwhelmed by the positive response. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard to fathom. Mm-hmm. It's hard to even think of of anything that was bad, even in even in the nights where it's like freezing cold, like yeah. mm-hmm. ten degrees or snowing or raining. Once you get out there and you start walking it out, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. It's it's like your whole parameter is turned upside down, and you're passing out a bag of stuff, and you can you can look at this person's. Um, just what they have. You can look mm-hmm. and you can see all, all that they have, you can see in, in a four foot space, maybe. Yeah. And and as I'm passing stuff out to them, I'm like, is there anything else I can get for you? Do you need anything else? Mm-hmm. I can remember one night I heard it three times in a row. No, I got everything I need. Yeah. And the third time I heard that, I was ready to start screaming, no, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous. How, how can you possibly say you have everything you need when I have a right. single-spaced, four-double-sided page typed of my wish list? Yep. Yeah. You know, I have all of these things that I want and all of these things that I want to achieve. And you have breakfast for tomorrow. And yeah. you're good. It, it's just mind blowing. Yeah. So, and with all in a year and a half of doing what you're doing, you can't even think of hardly any bad experiences. But it's all overwhelming, overwhelmingly good experiences. And and you, were, yeah. as you were talking, you said that even at those times when it's freezing out, and you're like, oh, I don't. It's it. It can be a chore to go out. And then you're so thankful that you did. Mm-hmm. I I discovered every time that we're obedient to what God has called us to do. It's always worth it, but so a lot true. of times we don't want to. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, I've I've i preached in this uh, in a jail multiple times, and the mm. same one, uh, and it was a jail ministry that our church had, and and every time it would come up, it was a Sunday afternoon. I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yep. I, I'm sometimes, tired. Sometimes there's Ravens games. Right, there's the Ravens game. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I just don't feel like going and preaching um, in this in this jail. And then every time I do go, it's like the best worship experience that I've had since the last time I was there, right? Mm. Because, and, and it's not even like, it's good singer. It's a bunch of, it's like 25, mm, it's 30 guys yeah. in jail singing completely off key. Don't mm. even know the words a lot of times, <laughs> but you feel the presence of God and ble- and God blesses the situation mm. even because you were obedient and because you're doing what he's called you to That's do. Right. That's even right. Even when you don't want to. And then I leave there feeling rejuvenated, excited, mm-hmm. and ready to go where I went in feeling tired, exhausted, and not wanting to do it. Yeah. It's pretty cool to That's see how right. God does those things. So true. So, so true. So how can people, anyone that's listening now, whether they're, how, let's, let's do two parts. How can people that are local that are listening um, help in, in either your, your organization or just in any way? And how can people just anywhere else that's listening help with, because with, it doesn't matter where you are, sure. there's, this, there's yeah. this problem. How, how, what's the easiest way for people to help? If you want to partner with us, it's real easy to get a hold of us, info at bemorecaring.com, mm-hmm. and just shoot us an email, and, and we'll give you the details of what you're looking for. You check out our website, bemorecaring.com, and we talk about a couple of the different ways um, 
one of the big ways is actually going out with us and helping us helping us actually pass stuff out yep. and interacting with people. We really make it a prime goal for each of us to spend some time talking to someone one-on-one. Mm-hmm. So we never know really how many people we're going to need. We interact with approximately 100, 120 people a week. Mm-hmm. So we need people to be out there with us. You can also um, go to our Amazon wish list. You can send us, you know, a couple thousand little squirties of toothpaste if you want. And there's these little cool yeah. little trial mm-hmm. things. The the homeless people don't like to pack and carry, so you give them stuff that's like a couple days worth of stuff, and then it's not too heavy. Yeah. Or um, bemorecaring.com, and you can hit the donate now and, and help us out financially. One of the things that I'm really really excited about that we haven't really even rolled out, so this is like a little sneak preview for Ooh, for you guys nice. only. NYM exclusive. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> we, nobody knows about it yet. Um, is a project we're starting this year. It's called Project Dignity. And the whole concept is bringing dignity back to the homeless. We talked a little bit about like the namelessness and people walking around the other side of them. What we want to do is we want to take the operation where we take clothes and food and, mm-hmm. and goods out to them and kind of upgrade it and create like a mobile trailer where we give this, the our friends like credit. So you get credit, which enables you to get, you know, X amount of shirts, pants, shoes, mm-hmm. whatever. And then we're actually going to have a trailer just outfitted like a store and they'll be able to walk up to the store, walk in and, and kind of get the things oh, that wow. they like instead of what we're giving them. Yeah, Cause yeah. right now what happens, I was watching it last week and I'm incredibly proud of my team. Um, they do amazing, amazing work. But what happens is, is we show up with a pickup truck and there's stuff in it and everybody's like reaching in and like trying to get stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you know, it's a madhouse. And mm-hmm. I step back and I'm like, gosh, this is like, one step above cattle, you know, mm-hmm. like, like we're feeding cattle here and, and yes, it's a good work that we're doing, but we can do better. So mm-hmm. what we want to do is create this mobile store where it allows them to almost have like a customer service kind of experience. Yeah. It feels where, like they're in the mall. Right? Yeah. And, and my team is going to be set up and they're going to be passing out coffee and they're going to be walking the line and just interacting with people and giving them food and, and just really befriending them. Cause what this is going to do is going to cause them to slow down long enough for us to be able to talk to them. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. my secret. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I'm really after wow. is, is not only for them to have the experience that makes them feel different. Cause think about if I want a black shirt, I'm wearing a black shirt. If I want a black shirt and I don't like the right one, I don't like the it one I see. Looks good on you too. Looks good on Thanks. you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to go to three different stores to find the right black yeah, right. shirt yep. until I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied. But when you look at our friends on the street, they're not going into any stores. No. Like even if they got like a gift certificate for something, they're going to go in and they're going to get the sideways looks and have somebody following them. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know, their experience is much different from mine. So we're going to go provide them the experience that we would want. Yeah. And we're going to just really wow. be keyed in on them and, and really focused on them and, and allow them to, to be treated in such a way that they haven't been probably in who knows how long. Mm-hmm. So we think the trailer is going to cost roughly $7,000 to get it, like to buy it, to um, fix everything up in it and kind of put like a, a store type setting inside of it. And then it's about a thousand to 1500 a month to kind of keep it going mm-hmm. every, every week. So that's what we're really excited wow, about. That's, that's awesome. like our, that's like our, our big wish, you know, yeah. we, we, we're looking at what we're doing and we're like, this is great, but man, we can do so much better. And yeah. not only will it be good for us as an organization to be able to be organized and to be set mm-hmm. that way, but it's really going to be amazing for our friends and yeah. I can't wait. That's great. Chopping it, it's, at the bit. It's not just helping them with just shirts and, 
clothes. It's also, like you said, the dignity part. It's helping them in a deeper level. Yeah, not that, just physical needs. Not just physical. It's a deeper level that that can help in the long run. Like I've seen like babies of uh, barbers going down and just giving people haircuts. And yeah. it's the same idea of yeah. just bringing back their dignity. And yeah, I mean like the the when you said the that most of them only hear their name three times that like wrecked me yeah like i've never thought of that kind of stuff before but it's just it's just incredible but anyways um why don't you give your your just plug all all your stuff again just where people can find you sure so be more caring.com it's super easy it's not be more like baltimore it's be more like Mm b-e-m-o-r-e caring.com I can't spell caring, so I just skip right past that. <laughs> See Be more caring. Be Um You can find out how, who we are, where we are. Um, if you want to email us, it's info yep. at be more caring.com. Uh, there should be a phone number somewhere on there as well. So we're looking for helpers to not only help us sort the stuff. We're, yeah. we're in the warehouse three days a week, Monday, Tuesday, and Saturday, sorting and prepping for the nights out. We're expanding into Pasadena and Glen Burnie currently. So we're still trying mm-hmm. to get that route figured out. Yep. And I totally forgot to tell you, um, so I'll make it really brief. No, no, you're good. You're fine. But we, we um, partner with an inner city school as well to help get them school supplies. Oh, wow. And when we had the vice principal come out and talk to us, um, she blew my mind. She said, you know, these kids have grown up in this situation in the stories where I've just told you about what their life is like. And she said, they've seen stuff that you will never see and you mm-hmm. would never want to see. Yep. She said, in fact, you know, it was about six years ago. She was in school's regular day. There was something going on and there was some kind of lockdown and there was some kind of activity out. Some dude got shot, actually died like on the church or I'm sorry, the school's entrance. Oh my goodness. And school let out and the kids just kind of like, are leaving and the police aren't even there. Nobody's there yet. The body's fresh and kids are like, meh, they just step over it. Yeah. Wow. The, the, a lot of times in the inner city environment, it's expected that at least one of your relatives will be murdered. Hmm. Can't even wrap my mind around that. Yeah. I don't even want my relatives to die in a car wreck, but so that's the way, that's the way they've grown up. And they're, they're poor, and often the last thing that they had to eat was at lunch the day before at school. Mm-hmm. So they come in having missed dinner, having missed breakfast. They're starving. They don't have school supplies, and, and they're expected to achieve. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Really? Like, mm-hmm. I don't achieve when I haven't had the afternoon snack yeah. or yeah. second yeah. breakfast or whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. So we've, we've, we've partnered with one school in Baltimore, and we're meeting with another school this week in Brooklyn Park. And what we work on is getting them like granola bars and snacks and stuff like that so that when they come in and they're in that situation, teachers can bring them to the lounge or mm-hmm. to the principal's office, give them some food and, and help them kind of be able to function for the day. And one of the last requests we got was underwear because apparently kids have a lot of accidents in school, which mm-hmm. I have no idea why if that's a normal thing or if that's just maybe some of the things that they have to deal with with medical issues or mm-hmm. whatnot and you know the guidance counselor is like i just use my last pair of underwear she said i've spent every extra dollar i have on school supplies and this and food and and so we rolled up with like 100 pairs of underwear and i've never seen a grown woman cry like that it, yeah. was, it was ridiculous so 
when 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 you're helping us, you're not just helping the homeless. You're helping the ones that are hopefully yeah. not going to be homeless. Yeah. yeah, you're you're helping the ones that are in school that are trying to get through school. So you're helping them get school supplies and backpacks, which they don't usually get. A lot of these inner city school kids don't get backpacks because it's the last thing mm-hmm. on the parents' priority. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't I can't wrap my mind around that. I've got five kids and they've all got backpacks. Most of the time they end up with two a year yep. because yeah. they're so rough on them. So I, as a parent, feel embarrassed when I don't give my kid the right name brand backpack. Yep, yeah. So let alone like not even having one. Mm. I think I think the thing that I want to leave you is with is things aren't always what they appear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God's heart sees so much deeper. And when we partner with Him on these things, big things happen. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, Josh, thank you so much for yeah, joining. Thanks for coming that on. Was, that was uh, incredible. Um, and and I know. Like I'm, I'm for everyone that's listening. Definitely check it out. We'll have all the all the info mm-hmm. on the show notes, and everything like that too. But um, if if you can help, like mm-hmm. start, they, you can use all the help you can get. Yes, and, and absolutely. There's a need, so so I would definitely love love to. I, I would personally yeah. love to go out. Yeah, oh, man. Man. Let, let me know. Let me know. You let's guys come it. out. Let's do it. And yeah. I do, when someone says they want to come and help, do you do any training with them, or you just take them and? and it's just really show easy onboarding. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can actually show up that night, and we'll walk you through like a five minute gotcha. quick and dirty. Cool. Yeah. And and cool. and we we pick really safe places. We go to areas where we know that it's going to be well lit and well managed. We mm-hmm. know the people there. Yeah. We're not going to take you into the places under right. the underpasses yeah, and all yeah. that kind of stuff as a newbie. Right. And there's so many different ways you can help, even like whether just sorting stuff or yeah. just or financial stuff or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So yeah. And definitely. if you're listening to this and you can't do any of that, just go in your cabinet, grab a, a sandwich bag, go to your cabinet and put like a granola bar, mm-hmm. a couple crackers in it, a bottle of water. Just yeah. have it in your car with you, mm-hmm. and then when you roll up to a, a stop sign and there's somebody standing there, hey man, God loves you. Have a great day. Yeah. Easy, easy as, as can be, and and you've done something that that you wouldn't be able to do if you hadn't put the, the right. thought into it ahead of time. Right. Awesome. Wow. Josh, thank you again so yeah. much. Really appreciate yeah, it. Thank you for Thanks, what guys. you're doing, man. It's making a difference. That's yeah. awesome. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Not Your Mama's Christian Podcast. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a nice review. To support the podcast, you can go to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash nymchristianpodcast. Music provided by The Revived. Check them out at therevivedmusic.com. Stay connected with us by liking us on Facebook and following us on Twitter and Instagram.